0: 101. Well, everybody place good Monday morning, chilly Monday morning here in West Texas. Angela Robinson joins me on Life Planning 101. Good morning, Angela.
1: Good Monday morning, December 14th, 2020. I think it's a day in history. I uh, was listening on the way in that the actual first vaccine was given just minutes ago, so... Thank the Heavenly Father above for His protection over our uh, over our people. So thank See you. See how the
0: stock market reacts to that. It's, yeah, uh, right. A lot of reactions. It's been
1: doing a lot of reac- reactions. Uh. Lot of rea- well, we've been given it a lot to react about, haven't we? So uh, there's nothing but drama in this country at the wow. moment. Um, but we're gonna get away from that for a minute because we're gonna focus on you. You know, I think. Uh, yeah, no, not on you, Terry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sure, on you. Um, but you know, I think uh, so much we've been getting caught up in, in what. What's going on, and it's a bad time of year to do that because you really need to be focused on friends and family and giving and um, you know what the Christmas season is all about, right? Absolutely. Um, but we're not. And uh, that's the shame. But I do want to. I want to change the tune. I want to start getting you geared up for 2021 in a sense. And one of the things that I love to do, and, and of course, I'm sure everyone wonders what their advisor does on their spare time. You know, I Google things like uh, what was the most Google questions about money. Yeah, kind of geeky. Okay, so, but I, I tend to do this every year because it's actually fascinating to me to see how things change over time. And so what I thought would be fun was to take MSN's top um, Googled questions about money, but I'm gonna give you a little twist on the answers that MSN wouldn't give you on these answers because we have a saying, and you know this very well, being a part of this show for many, many uh, years now, Terry, but it's not always about getting the right answer. Right. It's about getting the right question to ask. So it was interesting to me that these questions were here, but I could really see where they were coming from. I guess that's just experience, um, but I could see where they were coming from or why they were being asked, especially in the year of Covid, the year of 2020 so i thought you know let's get some real questions out there let's give google a little bit of a challenge rather than uh, asking them these questions that there's just a a blanket vanilla answer so here is your 2020 list of course with a kfs twist (laughs) so with that being said uh let's go to the first one let's dive right in how much is my house worth That was one of the most Googled questions about money in 2020. Well, there's no real surprise to that if you really think about it. Interest rates are at all-time lows. People need what? Cash. Cash cash, that's right. They need cash. Um, Many people were out of jobs. Their businesses have been closed down for periods of time. Um, Cash is down pretty much across the board for everyone. There are some businesses that have thrived and gone the other direction. But as a whole, our economy did feel a pullback. We saw that. We saw it pretty hot and heavy. So this is really no surprise. People want to know how much their house is worth because they want to know how much can they pull out of their house and refinance, right? And, you know, the reality is it is a great time to be looking at that, Uh, not necessarily to be pulling cash out of your house, but refinancing. I saw, uh, was it two weeks ago, I believe, that mortgage rates as a whole are at an all-time low, historical low. Think about that. That's crazy. That is crazy, right? We never thought we'd be here. I remember sitting here. Don't you remember in oh eight and 09, we were talking about the interest rate environment. We're like, it's got to go back up at some point. Well, you know, our view has changed entirely on that. Based upon new information, we don't see it going up. There's been trillions and trillions of dollars pumped into our economy since that time that is owed by whom better than the federal government. So if they raise interest rates, guess what they just do to themselves?
0: Raise their own expenses.
1: That's right, in default. Okay, they can't do that, Right. right? So we don't see interest rates really moving significantly over time. So to see this big lowering, though, was quite a shock because they had been incrementally adjusting rates slightly, right? So the question, though, that you really should be asking is not how much is my house worth, but what should be my plan to put me back on track with my life and my retirement goals. So here we are coming out of 2020, people are looking for that immediate gratification, the immediate need, the immediate fix. But in reality, the first vaccine was distributed today. It's a ticking time bomb before all this just ends and economy is thriving again. Are you ready for that? Are you positioned for that? And I hate to say, I bet most of the people aren't. They've just been scrambling, right? So you need to be thinking about this because refinancing may be a great thing for you. It may not be a great thing for you. And you can't take that blanket vanilla, okay, my rate is lower, and this would be a good time to get cash out. You've gotta ask about what is the long-term implications for that. I'm a great example. So we've been doing some work on our place, and we're going to refinance with all this. Our interest rate's gonna be over one point less, one full point less than what it was. you know. And at the end of the day, if we refinance and just do another 30-year note, okay, then our overall, all the updates that we're doing is gonna be like 100 bucks more hmm. per month. So that sounds really good for the budget, right? right. That sounds affordable, right?
0: But you're talking 30 years.
1: We're talking 30 years, and we're talking a bigger note. So we got to ask ourselves what does that really do to my long term picture? So, is that a smart move to make just to pay what the minimum is or not? I can't answer that on the show because a lot of times, and in my case, for example, if my interest rate's that low, I'm going to be disciplined to take the extra money and invest it where I think it can make more than that, that interest rate, right? And I'm going to spread it, and then I can always pay off my mortgage if I want to, but why not take advantage of the low rates? But True. not everybody has that discipline, and only you know that. Right. So if you don't have that discipline, then that probably isn't a good solution for you. No, 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 no. Because you're just going to in 10 years, guess what? Refinance again. And you're going to put yourself back in the same pickle. And
0: you're going to be 85 years old and still have a note.
1: You know what? Some of the toughest retirement uh, plans we work on are people that are 66, 68 years old, and they still owe 22, 23 years on their mortgage. Mm. It's hard, you know, and I'm not necessarily uh, in that game of no debt or in that game of have it all paid before retirement, but you should be able to have it paid. You should be able to pay it off at retirement. And if you're not, you really need to be thinking about what you're doing there. So we've got, obviously, some great Google questions about money in 2020. You're not going to want to miss right here on Life Planning 101 when we come back.
0: And welcome back. Life Planning 101 right here on KTX KWI. Angela has Google questions about money from 2020.
1: Yes, the most Google question, money questions in 2020. But I I did decide to, you know, pull up some of the weird ones, too. You know, such as uh, who let the dogs out? It was the most common Google question. And uh, how do I get my husband a brain transplant? That one's probably going to go down as one of my favorites. (laughs) And is Mona Lisa single? So... (laughs) Where these people come up with this i don't know maybe they're on drugs while the they're, they're googling more
0: than one person obviously googled those that, things
1: that's exactly right and then probably my favorite is how do you use google no joke. Wow. No joke. So, uh, you know, I'll I'll never forget my husband and I were driving somewhere. He's like, I wonder if da-da-da-da-da. And I can't remember what he said. And I said, well, I don't know. I said, there's this little thing you can uh, write in your browser, G-O-O-G-L-E. <laughs> so. Um, I do it all the time. We do it all the time. And so the reality is, is that really good information that we're getting back? And it's not necessarily that Google doesn't give you information, uh, gives you lots of information. It gives you whatever bias you want of that information, which b- leads to the bigger question, are you asking Google the right question? Right. And that's really what we need to be focused on. So we are doing most Googled money questions with a twist on what people really should be asking. And number two, again, not surprised this hit the list, what is Bitcoin? Oh, boy. Yes, Bitcoin. It's been the talk of twenty twenty. Talker 2019 as well, but the simple answer to this is it's an all digital currency, has no backing of a federal government or anything. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay, but here's the deal: Does it mean it's necessarily bad? New is not always bad. New is change. New is something different. So I'm not going to answer that question here on the show. But here's what I will tell you: Like all new products, all new companies, all startups there's a lot of risk. Would you agree with that? I think everybody can agree with that. So the basic point of Bitcoin at this juncture is it's driven simply by supply and demand. The more people that want it, the more the price is going to go up. The less people that want it, the less the price is going to go up or will fall. So the reality is it's just like anything else that's traded. The real question you need to be asking is should you own Bitcoin, right? And the answer, like many bit things in our business, is it depends. <laughs> so, depends um, on your restaurant. It dollars. depends, yes. Why should you owe anything? Why should you own anything? Anything, Any, anything, anything. I love when people come to me and they say, Well, I own a million dollars of this stock and we've had it in the family for years. And I'm like, Well, why do you own that? Because we've had it in the family for years. And I said, Well, is it the same people that started that company? Is it the same uh, culture? Is it the same everything? Is that fi- what I mean, what if that thing goes to zero tomorrow? Are you going to be okay with that?
0: That's ironic because my mother actually owns the stock still to this day, and she's fixing to be eighty-eight, year, 88 years old. That her bad bot back in the 60s but it's sentimental to her. it
1: is sentimental but it doesn't always mean if you look over the turnover of the dow jones industrial average you will be in disbelief of how many companies that are in the dow jones today that were there in the 1980s i'd be hard pressed if there's one at the moment really yes so it's really worth looking into and really worth asking yourself why do you own that because does it match your unique situation does it match your future and goals big one Does it match your family dynamics and what you need to support your family dynamics? And you said it. What about my risk? Can I really support that? It's been a while, 08, 09, since we've had a uh, big, big hit. Could you be ready for it? So what is Bitcoin? Number three. This is probably one of the biggest ah ahas for me during the whole thing. I had to like get ready. Are you sitting down? Got your seatbelt on, right? You're not going to fall out of your chair. Not going to pass out while you're driving. How do I write a check? Okay, see, I had that same look. I wish you could have seen Terry's look on the show. Okay, after I picked my jaw off the floor, when I read that, this was a real aha for me. I thought, oh my gosh, it's happened. It has happened. We have gone completely digital. What the heck do our kids know about money? we've got to figure out a way to teach him. Okay, this may be where I'm like a little bit of old-fashionedist, but everything I've ever read about money psychology tells you the importance of handling physical dollars to understand the value of that cash. You know, we do that with my son. I tell him right now we've got the workers at the house and I say, "Okay, 10 cents per piece of trash you pick up. So he'll come over there, 63 pieces of trash, mom. How much do you owe me? You know, and he's eight years old, so we do the math. But then he gets his $6.30, and then he divvies it up, and he's really excited about that. And then we wanted to play, uh, okay, all right, so I'm going to tell on myself, we wanted to play uh, bet pennies for the rodeo last week. And we get him in there, and we say, okay, you ready to bet your pennies? No. No, I'm not. No, I earned those. Oh. He understood the value of it so it worked right kind of works in the reverse like kid it's only a penny but you know (laughs) he still understood the value of it so i gotta appreciate that um but that's the reality are we doing that today and obviously we're not because i remember when first thing i learned when i i opened my little bank account and i got my little check register and i learned how to do the checks and balances on that checkbook right so how, are, how the heck are you doing checks and balances? I mean, if you're just looking at your checkbook, how do you really know what you're spending? Which goes back to the biggest ticket of all things that we always talk about. The number one money advice I can ever give you is maintain a budget. Understand what is going out and what is going in. So the real question is, how do I create a budget? It's not necessarily the means, obviously, but it is to do it. That's the reality. Because we all did it with the check register. Yes. We just don't even know that we did it. So, whew, how do I write a check? I'm still in uh, a little shock and all over that one. When we come back, we're going to have more money questions on Google in 2020. You're not going to want to miss. Oh, by the way, the answer's not the answer right here on Life Planning 101.
0: Final segment already, Live Planning 101, Google questions, Google questions, Angela.
1: Yes, the most Googled bunny questions in 2020, but before we get back to that list, get to our crazy list, I want to share some more, these were just too fun, I, I was sitting there just laughing up uh, along this morning when I was reading these, but uh, this is an interesting one, why is your face on your head, I, I still don't understand that, how many toes does a rhinoceros have, that's a most Googled question, okay, um... <laughs> How to raise your IQ by eating gifted children.
0: By eating gifted children. That's what it said. Hmm.
1: I don't know. Are newborn babies supposed to ribbit? Okay. Um, this one's the best one about babies. Are babies uh, dishwasher safe? Hmm. And can Jesus microwave a burrito? thought huh. that was very appropriate for the holidays. And what do you do if one day you wake up and you're a chicken nugget? <laughs> I mean, Really? I don't know. I, I,
0: I, I think it had to be something, something, that uh, some type of drug. Yeah, that, ha, to that has
1: to be. That has to be. Right. So these are crazy. Um, but let's get back to the money questions, because this is what you're listening into Life Planning 101 for. Right. And we're doing these with a twist because the question isn't always about getting the answer to that question. Often it's not the right question to be asking. But how do you know? You know, and I think a lot of people, uh, we feel like we have to ask good questions or we don't feel smart. And I don't think that's the truth at all. I think the the smartest people are the people that say, I really don't know what questions to ask. Can you help me ask the right questions? Right. Because we all have special things in this life that we do. We all have special talents and special gifts and uh, things we've been working on for mastery for our whole life. Um, Some of us are good with money and advice and planning, and some of us have no business doing any of those types of things, but can make a motor run and just build it from scratch. I certainly cannot. I look at a motor and say, help. (laughs) I look at my TV and say, help, right? So sometimes I think we have to remember that it is okay to say, I don't know what I don't know. And often that's the most wisdom that you can have is to say, I don't know what I don't know.
0: Let's see, the old thing that we've heard all of our lives, There's no such thing as a dumb question. That's
1: exactly right. Yet we don't adhere to that when we come become adults. All of a sudden, we're supposed to, you know, maybe it's our kids. They ask us questions, and when we don't feel like we can answer, we're like, "What is happening to my brain? (laughs) This is mush, or what is going on?" But um, being humble is very wise. Very wise. So I challenge you through, you know, this New Year's, as you're looking at your finances, as you're looking at a different life in 2021 than what we thought we would be living that you be humble and you know thinking about what you can be doing differently to make success happen for you. So let's get back to these most Googled money questions. We've talked about how much your house is worth, what is Bitcoin, how to write a check, I, I still can't almost <laughs> speak that one, but how much house can I afford? Again, not another surprise in 2020. I mean, how many people were living in a city that don't really want to live in a city anymore?
0: Mass exodus. It
1: is mass exodus. Um, And we've been seeing mass exodus to Texas, right? So big time.
0: Another uh, tech group moving to Texas announced on Friday. That's
1: right, Oracle. Yes, so now we have Tesla and Oracle. I wonder who's next to follow when uh, that Austin area is just going to keep climbing. But, you know, this is a question that, There is no conventional wisdom answer. Google will tell you there is. Um, Your bank will tell you there is. The textbooks will tell you that there is. But this really is a trap. Because if you use a conventional answer for how much house can I afford, then you will be stuck for the rest of the time that you own that house. What do I mean by that? Well, yeah, there's a max. Does that really fit what your goals are, though? Right. And I challenge that. You know, I had a, a good coach early on that told me that the two best things to spend my money in life on was other people and experiences. And he said, things, the new wears off. You get excited, but it only lasts so long. If you spit it on other people, that's a gift that gives you joy. Yes. That's a gift that gives back. And if you spend it on experiences, those are things that you have in your heart forever that never disappear. And so if we buy too much house, can we still give as much as we want to give and experience is as much as we want to experience? And we always talk about work-life balance, but what about live-life balance? What about the needs versus the wants? I don't know many people that don't want to travel more, my gosh, right now, especially. Um, but I want to travel more and do more. And I ask you you know, to prioritize that now and in the future. What will it take to fund those goals? Work the numbers. Hey, we said, how do I create a budget? That should be one of your questions. So if you have your goals and you have your budget, then you can figure out how much house you can afford.
0: Well, I certainly don't want to have a house and not be able to go do other things. Because that's right.
1: And too many people do that. Too many people do that. And especially in this uh, this housing market right now, you're buying overinflated prices. So you're really going to think about what you're really doing here, and is it worth it? I think that's a big challenge for 2024 people. So, but without further ado, let's get to the last most googled money question in 2020. Last, but definitely not least where is my tax refund? (laughs) So (laughs) again, cash is king, right? Um, Not a surprise. And there is a conventional wisdom answer to this. However, again, this is probably the biggest mistake on average as Americans that we make. We use our tax refund as a savings. Well, If that's your savings account, what interest rate does it pay you? None. None. It pays you absolutely none. So it's probably the worst habit as Americans as a whole that we have. And it's a telltale sign that we don't keep a budget and that we don't plan ahead. And we're not this one. Bingo. Right? Yes. Absolutely. So try a new question for 2021. Where should I be putting my extra tax savings each month in order to boost my financial picture? Wouldn't that be a better solution than waiting till the next year goes around and you're probably paying off debt or blowing it? Right. Right? So we've been talking how critical it is during these tax reform years to be putting back everything that you can. So let Uncle Sam help you build your future and make sure that you're putting that in the appropriate location, whether it be paying down the debts, whether it be paying off your mortgage, whether it be putting in funds in retirement or paying for your children's college or saving for your vacation. Doesn't matter, you just need to make sure that you have that budget, you have your goals and you have your long-term picture and everything is working in conjunction with one another. right? So World War II General George S. Patton stated, if everyone's thinking alike, then someone isn't thinking. All right, so we got five questions here. The most common Google question, everyone's thinking alike. So let's think a little bit different. You can go to www.kennedy-financial.com. We've got this all in article form to help you reformulate your questions, make those questions more fitted to your situation so that you can live life on purpose and you're not just living it by the default of whatever Google tells you, right?
0: Absolutely. Yes,
1: so let's make that our goal for 2021. Let's make sure that we're not thinking about uh, things in general. Let's think that we're thinking outside the box. We're being humble. We're looking at uh, things for what they are, not for what they want them to be. I heard um, someone say the other day in a a business coaching class that, you know, if you're ever going to make changes, now is the time to make changes. You have all the excuses in the world, and and the world doesn't know their excuses right Right. now. So, you know, we've lived in a world of keeping up with the Joneses. Well, I'm going to say after 2020, that might not be the fad anymore. In fact, the new fad can be started by you (laughs) if you let it, right? You just have to be able to be willing to jump out there and do something a little bit different
0: and keeping up with the joneses was never a good idea anyway because it (coughs) would get a lot of people in trouble
1: no that's right so again how much house can you afford is one thing how much house should you buy to enjoy life is quite another remember let your money work for you don't work for your money My name is Angela Robinson with Kennedy Financial Services here in the great town of Eastland, Texas. God bless everyone. Merry Christmas and praise the Lord for that vaccine uh, starting out today being distributed across this great nation.